Section 10 of English Literature by William J. Long. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 6 The Age of Elizabeth, 1550 to 1620. Part 1 History of the Period. Political Summary in the age of elizabeth all doubt seems to vanish from english history after the reigns of edward and mary with defeat and humiliation abroad and persecutions and rebellion at home the accession of a popular sovereign was like the sunrise after a long night and in milton's words we suddenly see england a noble and puissant nation rousing herself like a strong man after sleep and shaking her invincible locks with the queen's character a strange mingling of frivolity and strength which reminds one of that iron image with feet of clay we have nothing whatever to do it is the national life that concerns the literary student since even a beginner must notice that any great development of the national life is invariably associated with the development of the national literature it is enough for our purposes therefore to point out two facts that elizabeth with all her vanity and inconsistency steadily loved england and england's greatness and that she inspired all her people with the unbounded patriotism which exults in shakespeare and with the personal devotion which finds a voice in the fairy queen under her administration the english national life progressed by gigantic leaps rather than by slow historical process and english literature reached the very highest point of its development it is possible to indicate only a few general characteristics of this great age which had a direct bearing upon its literature religious toleration characteristics of the elizabethan age the most characteristic feature of the age was the comparative religious tolerance which was due largely to the queen's influence the frightful excesses of the religious war known as the thirty years war on the continent found no parallel in england upon her accession elizabeth found the whole kingdom divided against itself the north was largely catholic while the southern counties were as strongly protestant scotland had followed the reformation in its own intense way while ireland remained true to its old religious traditions and both countries were openly rebellious the court made up of both parties witnessed the rival intrigues of those who sought to gain the royal favor it was due partly to the intense absorption of men's minds in religious questions that the preceding century though an age of advancing learning produced scarcely any literature worthy of the name elizabeth favored both religious parties and presently the world saw with amazement catholics and protestants acting together as trusted counselors of a great sovereign the defeat of the spanish armada established the reformation as a fact in england and at the same time united all englishmen in a magnificent national enthusiasm for the first time since the reformation began the fundamental question of religious toleration seemed to be settled and the mind of man freed from religious fears and persecutions turned with a great creative impulse to other forms of activity it is partly from this new freedom of the mind that the age of elizabeth received its great literary stimulus 
social contentment too it was an age of comparative social contentment in strong contrast with the days of langland the rapid increase of manufacturing towns gave employment to thousands who had before been idle and discontented increasing trade brought enormous wealth to england and this wealth was shared to this extent at least that for the first time some systematic care for the needy was attempted parishes were made responsible for their own poor and the wealthy were taxed to support them or give them employment the increase of wealth the improvement in living the opportunities for labor the new social content these also are factors which help to account for the new literary activity enthusiasm three it is an age of dreams of adventure of unbounded enthusiasm springing from the new lands of fabulous riches revealed by english explorers drake sails around the world shaping the mighty course which english colonizers shall follow through the centuries and presently the young philosopher bacon is saying confidently i have taken all knowledge for my province the mind must search farther than the eye with new rich lands open to the sight the imagination must create new forms to people the new worlds hakluyt's famous collection of voyages and purchas his pilgrimage were even more stimulating to the english imagination than to the english acquisitiveness while her explorers search the new world for the fountain of youth her poets are creating literary works that are young forever marston writes note eastward ho a play given in blackfriars theatre about sixteen o three the play was written by marston and two collaborators End of note why man all their dripping pans are pure gold the prisoners they take are fettered in gold and as for rubies and diamonds they go forth on holidays and gather him by seashore to hang on their children's coats this comes nearer to being a description of shakespeare's poetry than of the indians in virginia prospero in the tempest with his control over the mighty powers and harmonies of nature is only the literary dream of that science which had just begun to grapple with the forces of the universe cabot drake frobisher gilbert raleigh willoughby hawkins a score of explorers reveal a new earth to men's eyes and instantly literature creates a new heaven to match it so dreams and deeds increase side by side and the dream is ever greater than the deed that is the meaning of literature the drama four to sum up the age of elizabeth was a time of intellectual liberty of growing intelligence and comfort among all classes of unbounded patriotism and of peace at home and abroad for a parallel we must go back to the age of pericles in athens or of augustus in rome or go forward a little to the magnificent court of louis the fourteenth when corneille racine and moliere brought the drama in france to the point where marlowe shakespeare and johnson had left it in england half a century earlier 
such an age of great thought and great action appealing to the eyes as well as to the imagination and intellect finds but one adequate literary expression neither poetry nor the story can express the whole man his thought feeling action and the resulting character hence in the age of elizabeth literature turned instinctively to the drama and brought it rapidly to the highest stage of its development End of section 10.